Section 76 of Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens. Monaghan's Frenzy, Chapter 6. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sarah Michelle from Michigan, 2019. Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens. A year passed, and one day, as he was sitting at judgment, there came a great noise from without and this noise was so persistent that the people and the suitors were scandalized, and Fiachna at last ordered that the noisy person be brought before him to be judged. It was done, and to his surprise the person turned out to be the black hag. She blamed him in the court before his people, and complained that he had taken away her cow, and that she had not been paid the four cows he had gone bail for, and she demanded judgment from him and justice. "'If you will consider it to be justice, I will give you twenty cows myself,' said Fiachna. "'I would not take all the cows in Ulster!' she screamed. "'Pronounce judgment yourself,' said the king, "'and if I can do what you demand, I will do it.' For he did not like to be in the wrong, and he did not wish that any person should have an unsatisfied claim upon him. The black hag then pronounced judgment, and the king had to fulfill it. I have come, said she, from the east to the west. You must come from the west to the east and make war for me and revenge me on the king of Lochlin. Fiachna had to do as she demanded, and although it was with a heavy heart, he set out in three days' time for Lochlin, and he brought with him ten battalions. He sent messengers before him to Big Yolgarg, warning him of his coming, of his intention, and of the number of troops he was bringing and when he landed Yolgarg met him with an equal force, and they fought together. In the first battle three hundred of the men of Lochlin were killed, but in the next battle Yolgarg Moore did not fight fair, for he let some venomous sheep out of a tent, and these attacked the men of Ulster and killed nine hundred of them. So vast was the slaughter made by these sheep, and so great the terror they caused, that no one could stand before them, but by great good luck there was a wood at hand and the men of Ulster, warriors and princes and charioteers, were forced to climb up the trees, and they roosted among the branches like great birds, while the venomous sheep ranged below, bleating terribly and tearing up the ground. Fiachna Finn was also sitting in a tree very high up, and he was disconsolate. "'We are disgraced,' said he. "'It is very lucky,' said the man in the branch below, "'that a sheep cannot climb a tree.' "'We are disgraced forever,' said the King of Ulster. "'If those sheep learn how to climb, we are undone, surely,' said the man below. "'I will go down and fight the sheep,' said Fiachna. "'But the others would not let the king go. "'It is not right,' they said, "'that you should fight sheep.' "'Someone must fight them,' said Fiachna Finn. "'But no more of my men shall die until I fight myself. "'For if I am fated to die, I will die, and I cannot escape it.' and if it is the sheep's fate to die, then die they will, for there is no man can avoid destiny, and there is no sheep can dodge it either. Praise be to God, said the warrior that was higher up. Amen, said the man who was higher than he, and the rest of the warriors wished good luck to the king. He started then to climb down the tree with a heavy heart, but while he hung from the last branch and was about to let go, he noticed a tall warrior walking towards him. The king pulled himself up on the branch again, and sat dangle-legged on it to see what the warrior would do. The stranger was a very tall man, dressed in a green cloak with a silver brooch at the shoulder. 
He had a golden band about his hair and golden sandals on his feet, and he was laughing heartily at the plight of the men of Ireland. End of chapter 6